0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Waffle. Today's guest is designer Radim Malinik, aka Brand New. Radim has recently brought out a book. It's called The Book of Ideas and it's an Amazon bestseller. We're going to be talking about his book alongside the 3D and set design work that he's currently doing for his clients. Slightly different topics, to usual. Let me know what you think of the podcast. I hope you enjoy it and I'll leave you with Radim Malinik. Today's guest is designer Radim Malinik, otherwise known as Brand New. How are you today Radim?
1: I'm all right. How are you? You good?
0: I'm doing very well. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nice and a good day. It's been a good day. So, I want to talk a bit about style, and obviously you have developed a bit of a personal style, um, and where a bit talk a bit about your book, and I'll probably ask you a few more questions from the typical uh, question list that I have. You've developed a little bit of a style since uh, developing the book, haven't you? Like, it's it's really lovely mm-hmm. sort of 3D sets. Um, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Well, that's the question. I mean, is it really a style? I mean, because I feel it. it well, I, I feel like everything that I've done recently has been done with um, the help of like, other creatives, and uh, I've, I've taken more of a sort of uh, uh, creative director's role and on, art on director's role. And I don't particularly. I, I, I still create my work as such because I'm just using people for skills that. I haven't got time for uh, because now I'm a parent. (laughs) Haven't got 18 hours a day, and I haven't got time to learn cinema 3D. But I think it's the colours. I think I I wouldn't really think. I don't see those things that I've created kind of following any particular solid red line. Like something that you would think, like, okay, this is definitely all done by one person. I mean, because these 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 illustrations and sort of brand assets that I create with um, help of my friends. They're created for a reason. They exist. They they tell a story that just not kind of plunked together and go, hooray, like we've just achieved something. Yeah, everything is just almost like a deconstructing things. And sometimes, I, let's say, I was not even planning to use 3D. It's just like there was, we were meant to be doing a photo shoot and the client ran out of money. So I just decided to uh, do lots of 3D because that was cheaper. And, yeah, I try to – it kind of feels to me that that's – uh, where I am right now with, with my work is where I've kind of been trying to get for very, very, many years, just because it's the right mixture of everything, the spaciousness, the colours, the bursts of everything, and mainly storytelling. And it's, it's a buzzword that I've hated for a very long time, but I've grown to embrace it a lot more and, and like it because I do really try to tell the story in a very different way. Like how do you switch the narrative and how do you surprise people by saying something
0: like this? also and I saw the avocado, the blue avocado with the purple, uh, the, sorry, the gold pit. Um,
1: yeah.
0: How did you go out creating that?
1: Yeah, so that's the whole thing. I mean, it, it's 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 all about, it's almost like a perpetual cycle of like reinventing things. So a purple avocado was came from a project for um, a friend of mine and she's a nutritional therapist and personal trainer, and yoga um, teacher and stuff. And her brand refresh was fantastic because i wanted to create these instead of again like instead of taking the the easiest route and get stock photography and make her website look exactly like every 55 million of other people in her no? <laughs> industry i i kind of actually almost like in in this in this story script way i just kind of wrote these images of like how can we portray personal training with that and cliche and how and how can we have that sort of brand line going through. And the colors were meant to be all over the place, like from all sorts of hues, but we ended up on everything was kind of like this sort of climb blue and gold. And um, in 3D we did this avocado, which was kind of like the focal point in one of the images. And everyone was like, oh, new age avocado, huh? neo avocado. I'm like, it's her birthday soon, so maybe I should make that avocado for real. <laughs> wow, awesome. And that was just a, that was just a simple, simple idea. Like there was, it didn't need to exist, but because it was so unusual and because it was a result of many different turns, it, it, it yeah, it, it was a fantastic thing to get done. And I worked with a guy called Chris Alexander who lives in Perth um, in Scotland, and he's an extremely talented maker of things and he's helped me to make some 3D number sculptures and things and I know he's worked with other designers and also he yeah he's happy to jump on any sort of crazy ideas that I can give him and say hey Chris for now we'll be making three avocados they'll be blue and gold with the gold stone but that, that, it's just fantastic it's just that little thing of like how can you take how can you almost like go whole 360 of, okay so yes avocado is a healthy food how can you put it in a scenario that tells a different story, and how can you sort of bring it back out into a real world? I'm like, it's a sculpture, and it and it, it was really funny. I just I never really asked Chris how big he was making the avocado, and yeah. um, it turns out in Scotland because he um, he he made a mold from a real thing. What it probably quite big avocados in Scotland because the avocados that turn up. is literally bigger than my blue yeti microphone. I'm like, Jesus, this oh, is what? massive. <laughs> I was like, I was exp- and that's. It kind of it, it takes me through every aspect of creative process, like how you have to be descriptive and clear and and ask questions. Because I, I assumed that it would be something, and every time I assumed something in my life, it always went the other way. Like it was every time you assume it would be something wrong or something else, and that's that's the thing. I I in my role I have to be very. I have, to dis- I have to be very descriptive of, of what I'm trying to do and and be very preemptive of what other people might do and how they might understand it. Because I find even with the most talented 3D designers or illustrators now, it just, when you tell people like, I want you to do this, this is, let's say a shell and fill it with, I don't know, 3D object material or something, something so completely different comes around I'm like, why did you do that? Like, I want you to do one thing. I just, and, and everyone's guilty. I was once commissioned by um, a magazine from LA, LA, I think it was LA Times, LA Mac, that was it. And they loved one of my sort of typographical styles. and said, just do the alphabet in this style. And I just took a completely different idea. I'm like, and what about this? This is fresh. And I'm like, no, I commissioned you to do this. Just do that. And that's amazing when you give people, some people like a task and you're like, here's your chance and they just start reinventing everything I'm like no no no, no. I, I, the leg done you know you just need to just do one thing before not before you can take reins and do something completely different so um, yeah avocado everything was right apart from the size I'm like a bit too big I'm
0: <laughs> oh, sure it looks beautiful though
1: um, oh no it's fantastic yeah it's great
0: so the the style is it is it something that you obviously, well, you obviously want to continue it because you've done a lot of that now and is it something that's People are coming to you and saying, well, look, we want it in that style. Can you help us out?
1: Style and do people want it. Uh, yeah. Well, people I work with have never heard of 3D. Um, people I have worked with in the past never heard of Behance. They've never heard of multiple colours. You know, people, uh, they're business people who make products or make services and that sort of stuff. So, I mean, everything that I've done for the last, God knows how many years, is because i have come to the conclusion that that could be the best thing for that particular, um, that particular project. I mean, as I said, in some of the things I wanted to make sure that I get something like it's done In some of the things there was no budget. So we were plugging a hole with 3d <laughs> In other stars, It's just like, that's, that's the natural progression. Maybe with some clients that we've been working for 10 years and you have to keep it fresh. And there was a certain aspects I feel like, especially with 3d, uh, there's, there's a lot of freedom. I mean, if I was starting again, I would just, just put all my eggs in the 3d basket because there's a lot that you can do with it, especially if you've got lots of ideas and luckily you wouldn't have the experience of trying to cobble things from stock photography really painfully. And just find like the world has opened and I mean, it's quite sometimes, um, quite hard to be motivated to do the same like it's especially if you get like a brief or our direction from a client or some other creative who is not really trying to push the envelope mm-hmm. and you feel like and we hear it now here we are again like this is this is this is another one of not of, of those and when you do 20 of those like your initial excitement will wean off and it be like well i'm bored now like what can i do interesting so i find myself um, as I say in my book and everywhere else, I just like I'm really focused on the reasons. Like the style and the images, they do come from a purposeful existence, and that, that's it. I mean, you, you don't you don't go and say like, well, I just like your purple or like your pink. You know, like some of some of those other images are created for a brand called Mutual Attraction. They're just they're all based on the on um, the logic of what does attraction look like, and I've thought about it for many weeks I'm like and the whole overarching theme is the rule of the uh no it's not the, the is the opposite attract like what does attraction look like and, and my, my, my idea was that it's a magnet magnet is the opposite attract you know so it's two colors yeah. so everything in the campaign is just two two colors so like a color wheel so I've got sans serif and serif font you know I've got I've got um uh two colors on the opposite side of the color wheel and it's just it once you kind of crack that idea, you're like, well, everything's now easy. I can just you know, focus on making it look pretty or I can focus on making it look functional. But the overarching theme, you know, I, I have no problem to, to explain it to my mother-in-law and she'd be like, yep, yeah, I get it. You know, There's never a problem to explain it to you. And you're like, I get it. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's bulletproof. You know, it's just, you, you, you've, you didn't pluck it, pluck it from the thin air and that's what really works. And once you kind of set that solid foundation, you can build any any shape house because it's always built on, on something which has got proper uh, strong reasons.
0: Having that meaning as well, it's obviously something that's so important to design. Always, um, it's just it's just something that looks pretty. Um, it,
1: it's it's very hard to be um, to not have it, and I have listened to some of your podcasts with people who talk about logo design and stuff, and they go well, I've got a logo, I know a logo project, and I therefore I go downtown and see what inspires me. I'm like, yeah, I used to do that. <laughs> and I used to also battle with people a lot about trying to push them an idea that didn't have those strong roots in, in any logic. You know, I, typeface of my, my favorite typeface. Hooray, let's make 25 logos in that typeface because it was new to me. And it's really, I mean, it's almost like a lotto, like a, like a really... like a a lottery, you know, you just like draw numbers and hope that people will like it. And through working for a very long time through that system and having, I'm like finding myself like bashing my head against the wall, you realize that you have to work it out. You have to explain it to people. You have to sell your vision before anything gets done. Because I still, even though I'm a parent and I've tried to be, you know, having like the best life, work-life balance, I work four days a week as hard as possible and I've worked in a very efficient manner just to make sure that everything can done and I can still manage 12 projects on, at the same time because it's more thinking time because once I get to sit down here and actually start doing something, I know exactly what I'm doing. It's just like I'm, I've got a map, I'm driving somewhere to that place. And yeah, style is interesting because when you when you mix style in it, I mean, I will always have that colorful sense of perception. I always work on a basis that Colour is the um, kind of like the extra layer, you know, like when you make something taste really good, then you put something a bit better in it. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, I've always make things colourful, and uh, because I, this is my philosophy, people encourage it, which is even better. So I'm just looking at my own desktop. I just done some work for Riley Ritchie, which came out uh, on Friday. Um, we did a couple of uh, new singles and I just literally, yeah. the guy loves pink. So <laughs> I, I think, I think I withdrew a couple of uh, ideas because they were not colorful enough. <laughs> just wish them back. But the new, the new uh, covers were Richie are more in like oil painting style techniques. And again, it's Photoshop. I'm not pretending I was painting, yeah. but it's, it's like how I made it sort of infra colour stuff in a river. And it just like made it again, surprising to myself to the musician, to the public. I work with uh, a musician from LA called uh, Youngs, and we've gone even one better. We've gone for uh, people. I Let me get it right. I think it's synesthesia. It's people who can see color when they listen to music. Oh, okay, yeah. So we've sent out the tracks to people and say, okay, what do you hear here? What do you hear there? That's What's awesome. the color that you can hear? So we literally are based all the covers on the basis of. Of what people can hear. The only problem is some people are bullshitters, so people hear all sorts of things, you know, like, oh, me, me, me. Like, well, how come you can hear the blue and this is green, you know? Yeah. So we've gone with one trusted or a couple of trusted sources and based it on there. Again, the images that are forming the uh, basis of the covers are made in 3D I mean, something has not been released yet. But again, a direct of 3D, so I can then put it through the Photoshop and just kind of, get, I kind of help people to help me to get assets for what I'm trying to do because I'm no longer happy with photography doing one thing or one shape or one that because I want it to be exactly to tell you the story, how I can you know, fit it into that narrative.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you think that's where design is going? Um, obviously you got yourself and a few other awesome people like the SNASC and a few other people doing this more 3D work, 3D design work and um, I've seen so many awesome stuff, so much awesome stuff on like, Instagram and 3D work that just blows my mind how people do it, but do you think that's where it's, where design's going or do you think it's also a sort of separate avenue?
1: Um, I, uh, I mean, the thing is, 3D design has been around for years. Right. It's, it's a wave of style that is currently enjoying the forefront. Because when you look on behind, either people are letterists or typographers, people are 3D designers. Um, I'm trying to think of something third. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Of course, everyone's a branding expert at the moment. Um, But that's a phase. Like, branding 10 years ago wasn't as heavily focused. It was, there was, yeah, there was more focus on imagery and advertising and sort of assets there would make a little sort of almost insignificant logo live in a world of its own sort of um, helpers if you know sense, yeah. whereas you know and that that was something that I used to do I was I was I'd totally gone from graphic design typography away from it into the world of illustration to do a, a particular style of work which was heavily collaged and collage was 10 years ago let's say that was that was that was the, that was the go-to style I mean yeah. anything you see now that, that would be it and as you can, you know, when people catch you a sort of whiff of something not interesting, they want to go and try it, which is absolutely fine because that's how I arrived at. For me, it was just like, oh, I can use Photoshop and I can put layers together. Oh, wow, yeah, I can do all sorts of things. <laughs> but it's, the more you look at things, because when you use the same process over and over again, it's hardly ever surprising that you arrive somewhere interesting. Like, it's, it's, it's good. You can have, like, your, you now you feel like Every ten piece is, is is the portfolio piece to last your lifetime. Yeah. Only to find yourself that, you know, your your medium or mostly like your work that you don't really care about or something that you don't like as much is, is your portfolio highlight for somebody else. So I um I feel with with, with the work that especially like knowing the laborers uh, run up to do anything in ten years ago, like 3D stuff. When it's done well and right and for the right reasons and again with the right sort of idea in mind it can work wonders the only problem is like with everything else that internet made famous or popular or i never can get it never considered right ubiquitous and it kills it because everyone Want it? Everyone wants that slice of a pie. All of a sudden, everyone's a 3D sort of, no? yeah, <laughs> yeah, you doing
0: especially. Yeah.
1: And and unless unless again, if, it, if if it misses the narrative, it's just a fantastic exercise, you know. Like okay, you, you you've done really well by creating this piece that should really live on your hard drive or maybe within the, sort of your small collective of people to see how well you're practicing because. It's like people playing guitars and or drums or bass on YouTube and say, "Hey, this is Metallica cover." I'm like, "Well, you just learned to play the song. Well done." I mean, <laughs> it's just like cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why? Why? Why, why? Yeah. But that's the trend in fashion. I mean, that that's what things know. That's what people what people do. So, I believe in order for for the sort of the Visual creative world for for itself to kind of recycle itself. It, it, you need always a fresh ingredient, and I feel I feel like the introduction of three D and the prominence of three D is 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 doing a good. Yes, yeah, I mean it's 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 here for the right reasons. So
0: awesome, awesome. Well, moving on to obviously your book again. We're we'll talking about that and um, how awesome that is. I'm mean, obviously you're talking about earlier about color and just looking for it. We talked about it before, but looking through it, it's just beautiful, and yeah, I, 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 even the smell still still gets me every time. Is, is, is
1: it still smelling good?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I've had it. How long have I had it now? When was the last one? Over a year, anyway, and it still smells great.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I um I've just sent out um, literally just today. I've sent out um, a new PDFs to the printers to uh, print a few more thousand copies. It's it's a surreal it's a surreal world because. Again, I, I, I knew what I wanted to achieve for myself with the book, mm. um, and I knew I wanted to share the things I was talking to, to about my friends. So talking about to my friends, I knew I wanted to share what I know because there were so many things and mistakes and and escapades that I had to learn from. No easier, not easy e- easy way and a hard way, shall I say? You know, there was it, making the mistakes never really. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. guilt-free or pain-free um,
0: yeah so I mean it's so me that the book's still selling
1: in, in heaps
0: <laughs> so, so is the new PDF any different is it worth getting if you've already got two copies <laughs> um, if
1: it, it's, it might not be worth getting I mean if, if, if you had a very first version of the book which if you got it like in April or March then it might be worth getting a new copy because the second edition was slightly tweaked mm. because as a yeah, as, as a mistake I didn't get enough copies in the first runs I thought I would sell if I, I thought if I sell sold thousand copies within a year this would be great and I sold a thousand copies within a month so it was a little bit surreal. Um, <laughs> I um, yeah so I had an opportunity to fix a few things because um, yeah things disappear in a gutter. So there was a few sort of double page spreads that I had to take out and change things and stuff. Mm. And I've updated the copy a little bit, a, a few little things that I wanted to tweak just from a cons- conceptual point of view, yeah. just, I feel that the copy editor took out quite a bit and made it quite sort of snappy and quick by thinking, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a few things back or update a few things and yeah. make things slightly broader because, Amazingly the book has two successes, shall I say. Like it's the is the design success where people in our industry really uh, love and refer to the work and the colorfulness and the process and sort of the, the sort of the sort of the design chat. And the second process was from the sort of mindfulness community or people who are more spiritually or, or more well being oh, I don't even know how to say like people who like meditation or care about their mind or look at their sort of motivation, they have totally taken to the last section of the book. right?
0: That's
1: and I get, I get people who love the book for what it is and people who say, hey, actually, me too have this problem or I can relate to this or this has inspired me to go further in my career. Awesome. And I didn't expect it because, again, I just lived my life so far in the way I did without having too many not had i never had a mentor i never had i never read a self help book or anything and i just just kind of went with my own way and just i wrote that down and somebody said some some grumpy german left a review on amazon said like this is the worst book about graphic design ever i'm like yeah i'll give you that i mean it's 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 not that there's this thousands of titles about graphic design, like, why would I be writing another one? Like, I just want to write about the people who create graphic design. You know, I want to write this way, like, how we can connect and actually be happier, more efficient, you know, more together, you no know, unity of, 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 of industry people rather than, oh, yeah, you should put that in the top corner, you know, if, <laughs> whatever. Just like, Yeah. <laughs> It's just like you can't just create another one of because it's already exists, you know. Like that's it, and yeah, there, there's no other books that I know of about the graphic designer people. Be talking about you know mental health and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: So that's, yeah. That's interesting. It has picked up that new audience. I mean, you do talk about so many different topics, but I th- I always thought it'd be more desi- is design more design focused. Like you've got design industry, you've got client care, you've got self promotion agents, to agents, and stuff, and um Creative
1: block and everything. Um, what's I mean, they, it's a, it's a broad snapshot, and I'm, I'm working on volume two for next week, next year's release, and it's just book of ideas volume two. I mean, it's 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 an interesting feeling. I thought about it earlier today because I thought there would never be another book. Like as soon as I finished the book and kind of like gave birth to this child. <laughs> Of a book, I I was like, I will never write anything again. I'm done. This is it. This is just. And within three months or two months, I'm like, well, I've got some chapters left, and maybe I can do something with them. Or then I said, hey, should I do an extended version of the book? And somebody said, well, if you got eight chapters left, why don't you write another one? I'm like, it's a good idea. Good idea. Still got books now. And since then, I've been making notes, and I'm yeah, gonna take a bit more time to write the second book and um, put more case studies in there. Cause it's interesting. Like if I can speak to a PR director and says, I love it. Maybe I would need more, you know, let's say, tell me uh, two or three case studies. Somebody mm-hmm. says, uh, tell me more about, tell me more about the mind section, tell me more about breathing techniques or tell me more about like sleeping patterns. and everything. So yeah, it's an interesting one because um, it appeals to everyone. And yeah, it's been mind-blowing. It's something that I would recommend to everyone just kind of to share the piece of their life and soul because you never know who you might sort of influence.
0: Is that what you're... Is that, well, is that going to be included in Volume 2, like sort of the more mindfulness as, as you find the sort of more...
1: Well, there'll be... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's literally going to be a follow-up. So there's going to be, right. again, three sections. Um, I mean, 45 chapters, a whole sort of section for the mind again. And it's more... Cause I'm on a journey of kind of dealing with anxiety and various self inflicted you know, <laughs> phobias and things. And it's a daily, it's a daily, it's a part of my life. you know, just like, just like an alcoholic will always be an alcoholic. Like once you have a sort of anxiety problem or mental health problem, it, it, you never get rid of it, you know? And, I remember having counselling some years ago because I just worked myself to the ground, and and I thought I had a, a different type of a problem. I was just just exhausted, and I remember the counsellor. I'm trying to say this. The counsellor was just like it, it got me to the point where I just realised that oh yeah, that's what she says. She says the life's never perfect because I was I was there going to solve my problems. She's like this is it. Like she will help me to live happy life. She like. Well, the likes, no, the ducks always don't always line up. The ducks don't always line up. That's what she said. I'm like, wait a minute. I spent almost a thousand pounds here. <laughs> just like, you can't just tell me that. Nothing's not perfect in life. But I had to make that bad decision or that sort of that silly assumption that I was expecting things to be. You no, know, you kind of walk through a tinted door. Go like, yes, this is the this is the great life. You know, and that's the realization and. Once you feel like people feel like, oh, maybe not if I do a few more projects this way or that way, things will be easy in life or I should be treated differently and stuff. And it's a daily brand. The industry's got so many questions to answer to, like how we burn talent, like how we get people exhausted, like how the whole process um, no, is, is flawed. And we need to think about how, how we perform so i do in a certain way see it as a sort of creative athleticism you know like you like that you Bolt. um he didn't run 100 meters because he always ran 100 meters you know because he's a mixture of psychology you know, motivation training you know weight not everything under the sun you can think of that's 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 what he does and i believe we are like when we get to sit down and start creating work like you have to be armed with um, a a plethora of, of skills and knowledge that uh, we're making kind, of, kind of that you can have the longevity, your, the longevity in your career. So that's that's what I feel.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, we were talking about the book and stuff. Um, we, What's been your favorite um, sort of philosophy or page that you've written in the book? What have you learned the most from?
1: Well, as it happens, I just picked it up. It's miracles can happen on any size wave. That's it. Um, I'm trying to do some notebooks with it as well with a quote. But it's a quote from – it's a surfing quote, and it's in the book. And it it talks about the little victories, like the victories against all odds, the victories of things that are so hard to achieve, and being content with that small victory because we feel that to to keep your – creative career in check keeping it happy or keeping it motivated you need to go higher, higher, higher yeah. and I'm sure it works out for someone but it's like it's the against the odds because if you've got all the budget and if you've got all the talent in the world right, you have to deliver if you don't then you're a schmuck but if you've got few people no, no budget you that and, and you create something which is let's say not featured in Design trends of Behance Page or whatever, like Behance, and you're like, all oh, right, we had it, it it was never meant to exist. Like, this was like, it was, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just things that just are so unlikely to happen that you make it happen. And you're like, well, not a miracle can happen on any size wave. Like, when you go surfing, you can never, it doesn't matter how big your waves are, you know, it, it can be a one foot wave, but you can, you know, on a longboard, can ride it for how far you want. And that's it. Like, it's that feeling of like, okay, I made this happen. Let's go again. Um, and in design, it's just like working with clients and struggling and hating it almost, you know, because just because the process is flawed. But once you learn how to kind of climb on your surfboard and how to learn how to sort of get your moves, you know, in check, it's better. So when you learn how to deliver that project and when you do deliver, it feels <clears throat> almost magical, you know, like, right, this is good. This is working right, what is the next one, and uh, what is it mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't, and still kind of, look out for any size waves, because, pff, I mean, it's, it's lovely to work with, all sorts of, really great brand names, but, it's not an easy money, you know, like, just when you feel like, okay, this is going to be good and easy, which it never is, and, you know, nothing's for free in this life, so you have to work hard, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's that phrase that always, I kind of keep in check, like, yeah, um, I celebrate every day, I treat every day like, you know, so Wembley like, Arena kind of thing, you know, just like it has to be, it has to be the best. Otherwise, like, why would I have spent here, like, eight, ten hours today just working on something which is, is no good to anyone? That's awesome. So, yeah.
0: So, is it sort of on any wave size, you said, it's like, is, is it sort of like the, the saying, uh, appreciate the small things, and, and then, is it sort of like that, or, because it's,
1: yeah, yeah. But so I mean, it's kind of like an amazing thing can come out of nowhere, and it could be that it could be a small victory. It's like not just any client can be a dream client. That's the thing. Like you can change a few things and 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 spin the brief and go like, oh wow! I thought it was blood money job, and all of a sudden it's the you know a, a showcase of my life kind of thing. You know. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of like appreciating how lucky you can be that you've got work you can do it and and making it happen and then making it again so
0: that's awesome that's really cool well we're gonna wrap it up um, what is what's your design advice you give to anyone is that is that the design advice uh, your number one tip
1: uh, I uh, yeah because I normally it's just I, I'm always you know, the more I think about it, the less I'm always prepared for such question. Like, what's the what's the advice? Because mm-hmm. I always say, make an honest work. Mm-hmm. Like, really, uh, this is a this is a business. Like, the, the, the creativity and design is a, it's a business. Yeah. And if you get short change in a coffee shop, or if you get short change in a grocer's or short change by a plumber, you will never go back. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that appeals. That sort of that also applies to to design. Like, you have to create best things you can at all times and make them just, yeah, make them like the best you can because lots of people are happy to cut corners. Lots of people think that they're done halfway halfway through the process. And I just, it's easy. It's so easy to see like how a few hours of extra work could actually make something great, even amazing or good, not average, just even better. And, and it's the quality of your work that, will make your career because a lot of people believe that careers are made on social media, but that's not really the truth. Like the career is made on your screen, on your work desk, on your in your paintbrushes, because there are a lot more people with a lot more there are more people with a lot more followers create an amazing work rather than the people who are trying to be famous but very little and that's that's the problem. I mean, I I have to honestly say that if I wasn't promoting my books I would have been off social media very much and just I've tried to do very little. I mean if I'm if I'm ever Noticed anywhere. (laughs) It's just like it's just that burst. I've got like, okay I've got one second to post something and that is it. I wish I had more time to be scrolling or I mean, I don't really wish I had more time to scroll. <laughs> I—it's a time-thieving um, exercise, and I love the book I'm reading at the moment. It's called Deep Work by Carl, I can't remember the surname, but it's called Deep Work, and he says just get off the social media because what you're creating—the body of work—will speak volumes for you. You don't know other people will talk about it on your behalf, but you're just creating a body of work and. I I knowingly followed that advice when I was writing the first book because I just switched everything up because I wanted to know what it feels like to be two months off social media. And it was fantastic. It was really like the best time ever because I had time to write, I had time to think, I had time to listen to podcasts. And as, as, as little as you can think that it takes your time, like, oh, yeah, of course, social media takes very little. It, it, it takes so much of your time. You know, when you add up the time, it's crazy. And I don't say social media is not right, but you, it's, you're either a content creator or you're a content parasite. You know, like oh, okay. <laughs> it's like you're there to help other people to broadcast. Like you're not, you, you make an appearance in BBC, like, but you're not the BBC. Like, and that's the question. You know, for example, you are a content creator. Like social media, it's this, this is what you produce for. Whereas I create design work for real clients
0: yeah.
1: where social media has got nothing to do with it. I mean, I'm trying to share my findings with the audience that I've got, but I don't in any way encourage it to be any bigger or any, uh, hopefully not any smaller. <laughs> but I, I'm, my primary purpose here right now is not social media broadcast. It's creating work that occasionally ends up on social media. And, that's the advice, like, just not believe in people that you have to be on social to be there, like, I mean, why is the local plumber so not on, on Twitter, like, <laughs> like, it's, it's, we blame the noise, you know? we blame, like, there's so much social noise, We're like, oh, it's crazy, it's too much going on, but, we all shout nonsense on there, you know, like, we all just, it's so overcrowded, and like, if people put in there, like, the best stuff, like, okay, I've got a really good news article, I've actually read it, and I'm gonna post yeah. it. That that would be great. But when you see people are like posting twenty-five articles in, in an hour, I'm like, you've not read it. Two of them might be fake. You know, it's just that it's 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 that informational sort of stream which what if filtered would be great. You know, and that same applies to design, you know, like we all happily create twenty five different pieces in a week or a month or whatever, but one is great. <laughs> so yeah, advice. Honest work and take your time. Because your body at work will always speak for you.
0: Thank you very much for being on the show. That's and we'll leave it there. Um, very finally, where can people say hello to you and find you on the social media platforms or? Email social you? media, yeah, you can dig <laughs> me out. So um, my 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 handles are just all over
1: the shop. So the best is to go to my website brandnew.co.uk uh, brand B-R-A-N-D and uk, where I try to keep it fairly up to date I don't want to say up to date I just uploaded projects from January so <laughs> it's only August um, but no it's I've got my I've got, got bigger case studies and talk about things and stuff and there's links to social media so if anyone was feeling kindly inclined to follow you know stuff then uh, yeah they're more than welcome and i say hello
0: thank you very much for being on the show really appreciate your time Now thanks for having me again thank you. thank you cheers thank you very much for listening to this episode of creative waffle i really appreciate you listening or watching this episode what did you think of it let me know down in the comments below and if you haven't read Redim's book you can find it on amazon i'll leave a link in the uh, description of this video on youtube it's called it's called the book of ideas and it's currently being updated and currently i think off amazon but by the time you, you listen to this, it might be on Amazon, so go and check it out. Thanks very much for listening or watching. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, give us a bit of a review. I'll catch you in the next episode.